Yes, welcome back to the Sydney set. Sydney's Everest Carnival is day four this afternoon out at Rose Hill Gardens. Highlighted, of course, by the Group 2, $2 million hill stakes. And what about the Everest Carnival? Elegance, thrills and world-class racing await. And we cannot wait for the big race in uh, seven days' time. Let's take a look now at our uh, first event at Rose Hill this afternoon. It's the Highway Handicap, over 1,500 metres. Markets courtesy of Sportsbet. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Favourite here is the 11, Atmospheric Rock, uh, 340 in from $4. Chase My Crown, number one, is your second favourite, uh, 7 into 550, and Nickelback, 11 into 850 here for uh, Ryan Maloney. Shock horror, Nick. This is a very open highway, big fields. Best ride will win this race. Inside draw is definitely a positive here. And I'd say there's a bit of a fast, faster than average tempo coming up over the 1,500 metres. I had atmospheric on top, but no spoils there at the price. I had a mark $6.20. Chase my crown just behind it, $6.40. And Stormy, sorry, Stormy, yep, Stormy Witness as my third pick for TC from the widest barrier. So interesting to see what he does there, but I found it a very, very difficult race, mate, 11 one, nine. Yeah, I'm with the one, Chase My Crown. I just smashed the class average in a class three highway handicap, two starts back, and then had absolutely no luck in that Phillies and Mares benchmark 78 at Warwick Farm last time. I think he gets a cheap run in transit and only needs clear at the top of the straight, and he should be right in the finish. Let's go on to race two. This is the midway handicap over 1,400 metres, and your favourite here is the informed peace officer, who's now two from two this preparation. Clary Connors puts the polish on this galloper to be ridden by Nashville Willer, $3.50, and your favourite, Felix Majestic, landed some good bets to win at the midweeks last time out, 480 into 4.20, spec again. Back rower, around a $7 chance, and some specking here for the 15, Territory Express, $12 into $10. Any back rower about you back in the day, or you are out in the sting? <clears throat> no, I was a winger. There you go, picked it. There you go. <laughs> Just a glory hunter. Yeah, love it. Yep. Uh, a couple of meat pies for you. Peace officer, uh, clearly on top here, but gee, that barrier is going to be hard to over, overcome. Nashville Wheeler from the widest barrier, 1,400 metres. Yes, there's a big chance to get the job done. I think it's the best horse in the race. Miss Coover can definitely improve from that barrier. Barrier two, Zach Lloyd aboard, and Felix Majestic can definitely go on with it from here. They came for it last start, so they knew what they were doing. Uh, you know, I think it's about the right price, but... Very, very difficult again here, uh, race to assess. And back rower, obviously, barrier uh, eight. Tommy Berry, but comes back in distance. Some minor queries for me. Two, 18, seven, and eight. Yeah, I thought Felix Majestic, if 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 he can see out the 1,400, and it is a small query for him, uh, then he's the one to beat. But he does get, a, hopefully, a fairly cosy run in transit. He loves Rose Hill, too, two from four. Uh, there, I thought maybe a little bit of value with the six bend the knee here, Mick. Uh, only beaten one and a half lengths by Peace Officer last start and had to be taken back from a wide gate. Meets yep. him three kilos better, strips fitter, and for my maps better. So I thought that sort of 12 or 13 bucks on race morning might be a touch of value. Nice play, mate. Yeah, it's, it's good. That's good value, and I think it's a horse that you've got, you've got a bit of time for. So. Yeah, bend the knee. Why not? Why not? Uh, let's move on to race three now. This is uh, the 2,000 metre uh, contest run at benchmark 88 level. Your favourite here is Pia Rosa. I know you've been keen on this mare previously. She does look well set up and finds the right race. 316 to 320 for Peter and Paul Snowden and Tom Sherry, not Tom Berry. Mission Phoenix is your second favourite. $5, pretty solid around that park, a mark, I should say. Um, looking down the page here to see if there's any specking for runners at a big price. They spec Pesto last time out, 51s in the ninths. Sick watch. You won't get that today. He's $6. Outlandos for my man Johnny Sargent. Some specking there, 17 into 14. Yeah, Outlandos, interesting preparation. Uh, back to 2,000 metres for me. Can't have it. Pierosa here, D-Day. D-Day for her. Mm. Draws a treat. Finally gets the 2,000 metres. 
pretty good run last start behind uh, what was our best of the day, Marques. Mm. I think it's her day. I think she can probably just land. A, a lot of maps have her last, and I, I've got a uh, probably three back defence, but there is an opportunity to sit leaders back here. She's got absolutely no gate speed, but out to 2,000 metres is a chance. Pesto, I'm just against a 16 to 2,000 metres is a positive for it, but I'm just against these stayers that go really well first up and then mm. at the second that runs. I'm just happy to be against, especially when you're getting 20s first up and now you're getting fives, $6. Mm. So happy to be uh, opposed it slightly. And then a horse that I had a lot of time for, again, terrain. Well, I just need to see it get the job done. I, before I before I chime into that horse again, like it just it just can't it just kills me. So uh, eight, three, four, and nine Queenmaker in for fourth for me. Yeah, I'm with you with Pierosa. Uh, just progressing nicely. Won the Group Three Spring Stakes at Newcastle. Went fourth up last campaign and mixed it with some pretty handy three year olds last season. So I think today's the day for her. And I am giving a small chance to Sarge's horse Atlandos. I thought he was pretty good in Group Three company last time behind Athabaskan, who goes down for the Bart Cummings, the win, and you're into the Melbourne Cup today. Um, oh, I thought maybe just getting back to benchmark 88 grade might spark some improvement from that gallop. You're a loyal man. I I'm a loyal it. man. Yeah, I love him. He's a good man, Miss Sarge. <laughs> Hello, buddy, if you're listening. Uh, what else would he be doing? Uh, well, maybe training horses out at Randwick. Who knows? We'll be on in the hut. There's no doubt about that. There you go. Hey, race four is a benchmark 78 over 1,100 metres. Your favourite here is Way to the Stars for Matty Smith, who won first up from a spell. Nashville Wheeler rides 5.50 into $4.20. Stanislas, your best bet of the day, 9.50 into $4.20. And Bandy's Bay's next, the 10, $10 into 7 bucks. Yeah, this looks like a great setup from Godolphin here. They've been well-renowned to uh, pull off one of these listed sort of uh, three-year-old jobs into a uh, back into a benchmark 78, 52 kilos, Zach Lloyd, barrier two, everything just screams back me, ticks all the boxes. I think Fire is the other horse that can, um, that can be competitive here. Blinkers on, gets from barrier 12, bit of a concern here, but they're going to have to be a little bit aggressive here. But that's the, probably the, the most progressive horse from the race, Fire with the blinkers back on. Fire lane there or thereabouts and Thunderlips, uh, in for fourth. You can play the exotics here and I think we can get a, a decent result, but Stanislaus best of the day for me. Yeah, just keep in mind as well, we've had a lot of deductions here. 35 cents in the dollar with Maybell, Extravagant Star and Thunderlips all coming out. So those flux are a little bit misleading to some extent, but Stanislaus, clearly the best back runner. I'm uh, each way here, number 11, Fire Lane. I thought she was pretty good last time out. Only two and a half lengths off Osmosis in the listed Heritage Stakes. Over this track and distance, drops two and a half kilos and comes back to benchmark 78 grade. Don't know what I'm missing out on there, but uh, we'll see something each way. Hey, speaking of Osmosis, uh, we spoke about him. He's in race five, the Roman console. We've done that race previously. Uh, you're just remind us again, you're pretty keen here on King's Gambit at 480. Yeah, I thought King's Gambit was the one that represented the most value that had the most upside mm. and could definitely jump out of the ground today. So King's Gambit was on top for me with Tommy Berry aboard. Yeah, and I thought Barber just to run a place at around $2.20 might be a, the play. Let's move on to race six. This is the uh, the Tap Craig, named after uh, a couple of absolute legend race callers, Johnny Tap and Ian Craig, that I grew up listening to. This is a race over 1,400 metres. NCAP is your favourite, and deservedly so as well for Gary Portelli and Brett Preble. A horse that's got the right form around the right three-year-olds. Hasn't missed a place in five runs this preparation. 210 into $1.90. 
the little pumper. Shout out to Jimmy Cassidy if he's out there listening to us as well. 6.50 and pretty solid. Tim, Timmy Clark in the saddle. Macarena. Did you do the Macarena back in the 90s, Mick? No, nah, it's more da, da, of a Dean Watling thing, da, 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 the da, da, Macarena. But, uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I have seen Watling doing that. Oh, it's sickening. Spectacular, isn't it? Yeah. 12 into $7, good support for the Hawks Racing Philly. What do you like? Well, how's the race set up, first Speaking of all? Speaking of which, well... How about Johnny Tap? That's my happy place, listening to replays yeah. of Johnny Tap. He can put you to sleep, oh. doesn't he? Not in a bad way, just you want to go to sleep. <laughs> Dulcet tones. Don't worry about um, don't worry about white noise. If you want to go to sleep, just listen to uh, Mick and I. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, what are you is, doing This here? is a great race. Little pumper rolls forward. I have my queries over that gallop, but I just think that maybe it's not quite up to these. Although the stable is low flying and TC aboard a front runner will be competitive. Macarena will go forward, so will snap back and Ostraka out wide. I think the race sets up really well for NCAP. We're talking about a horse that he, here that finished alongside Cylinder, who goes to the Everest. Yep. Uh, Militarized, that goes to the Corfu Guineas as a favorite, and they're spruiking as a Cox Plate contender. Mm-hmm. And we've got Ancap here lining up against, well, mm. some horses here that have had their chances. Ducasse is a horse I've had so much time for, and it just continues to disappoint me. If he lobs today, so be it. I'll be beaten by uh, it, I just copped that on the chin, but I think Ancap is clearly the horse to beat. If you can get $2, that's a bet. Yeah, he does, isn't he? on top. One, seven, three, and four. I thought Quasar was a value play for Exotics as well. Yeah, I'm with you. Ancap should just be winning. The only query is, is just he's had a few runs his preparation. Does he go backwards? Uh, the Ming Dynasty was a high-rating race, and so too the Golden Rose. Well, they had an Everest in mind, and yep. then they were talking about going to a King's Char- King Charles as well. And we know this stable can keep them going. Mm. I think Gary Portelli said something along the lines of, well, if he wasn't going well, we wouldn't have him here. It's not that hard to work out. So Yeah, exactly. So he, he's the one for mine. He, he, he just he just got all the right form. You look at him. Um, uh, Tommy Kitten runs into him three starts ago, was narrowly beaten in the up-and-coming, wins the Ming Dynasty, beating Seawolf, who's a pretty handy horse. Tommy Kitten was third. And then uh, only nutted by Militarise, who ran one of the best last 200 metres of the meeting to get him in there in the Golden Rose. If... Take militarise out, and he could be an absolute superstar. Uh, you're looking at a horse that's just won a Group One Golden Rose, and you're getting even money about him against horses that have got a far less, you know, less credentials. It's that old saying in the game: all things being equal, this horse should be getting the, the job done. We've done that before, though, haven't we? We've mm. thought all things being equal, plus minus subtract divide, <laughs> <laughs> multiply your action this weekend. Uh, the Hill Stakes we've touched on there. We're both with Montefilia. And uh, we suggested that possibly he's, or I did, he's a shocker, is your value play there. Let's move on to race eight. This is the Alan Brown Stakes uh, and a, a fascinating race as well. This, uh, this contest, some of the, one of the new races put on by Racing New South Wales, and they've done a terrific job. This race is worth $1.5 million. Can you believe it? Uh, and it's going to be run over 1,400 metres. Your favourite is Waterford, who was scratched from the Epsom Handicap last weekend. Five fifty dollars into $4.80. Cepheus, who was kept... Uh, for this race from the Shannon a couple of weeks ago, $6 and pretty solid. Detonator Jack, the one that I like, 11 into $6, draws an inside gate. Look for him to peak third up here from the spell where he's two from two. And Argentia, your filly or your mare, 12 into 10 bucks. What are you doing here? Markets courtesy of Sportsbet. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Well, she was my mare, Argentia, but um, if she wins today, she'll be winning without me, 1,400 metres. I'm not mm. keen on that at all. I'm keen two runners here that represent value, Olentia. Gee whiz, that's a big price for a horse that could just jump out of the ground here. The barrier is some concern. 52 kilos, gets to the middle of the track. will be the one flying late. Uh, she just oozes quality. Mixes a form, but 
this is the type of horse that you need need double figures. We get double figures today. Happy to be with her. Lions Raw. I'm very keen on it as well. I think Lions Raw. Sick last was, start. It was sickening. Don't talk to me. But Johnny O'Shea, second up. Fantastic stats. Yes, drops back to 1,400 metres. Some query. But $23 um, kind of outweighs that query for me. More than happy to have it each way spec. Lions Raw. Play Alentia. Lions Raw. Cody Heal is a horse I uh, had in the top four, and so was Detonator Jack. I think we can uh, get the chocolates with a bit of value here, mate. You know what's interesting is, uh, obviously, I'm with Detonator Jack. I just love this horse as a, as a galloper. He's so versatile. He ran in the SA Derby over 2,500 metres. And go and have a look at his first up run over 1,200 in the Regal Roller. Um, he was competitive there, and he was backed as well. So he's a real proper racehorse, this guy. And from Barrier 1, I think he settles closer. But what's interesting is that last time I was tipping lines raw, uh, and he was a sick watch. And I think also you were tipping Flying Crazy in recent weeks. Yes, sir. And he wasn't the best watch last time out over no. 1,500 metres either. You've now gone lines raw. I've actually had something each way. I'm Flying Crazy, your old mate. Yep. I thought he was pretty good behind Cepheus last time out, only beaten 1.7 lengths. Cepheus is now a $6 chance, and we're getting $51 on race morning for Flying Crazy, who's third up here from a spell, has placed a couple of times third up. And I just think... You know, he might be able to jump out of the ground. He's got some numbers to his name. I, I think you are on the money. 1,500 metres, back to 1,400 metres looks ideal. Mm. I think I think he's probably looking for 1,400 metres. I had him marked $26. What are we getting? 51s? 51s, yeah. So there you go. There's a bet. There's a bet. There's a couple of peanuts each way yeah, on it for and, you there. And another one you could throw in your exotics for sure. That's why you do rated prices. Yeah. If you want some rated rated prices, best text message 0457 736 736. There it is. Okay, let's move on to race nine now. This is the Nivison. Uh, a really good contest, this one, over 1,200 metres. So, uh, just fascinating how this race sets up. The early money's been for the Victorian number five, Magic Time. Of course, this race is run at group three level. It's for the four-year-old mares and up. And it's run under set weights and penalties condition. Magic Time, who did beat Paracel, the second favourite, up here in the Autumn Carnival, but it was on a heavy track. Today, the track will be a bit dry, and that will suit Paracel. Nonetheless, Magic Time, $4 into three twenty. Paracel draws a wide gate, three thirty out to three fifty. Queen of the Ball, $7 and pretty solid. She's all class. 12 bucks and some specking for Royal Merchant 15 into $14. How does this race set up? Yeah, Queen of the Ball roll forward and so will Parasail from the wide draw. Zach Lloyd only has one option. We know he's an aggressive jockey. I like that about him. So he'll roll forward as well. Audette won't be far off them. Hmm. Queen of the Ball has opportunity to turn the tables on Parasail from the better draw here. But then the slight concern is, you know, lanes one and two, how they're going to play. But later in the day, the tracks would dry out. So I found it an intriguing race. I think the market was spot on. Magic time, probably deserved favourite. Has to overcome the wide draw. Paracel rise forward, has to overcome the wide draw. Queen of the ball probably becomes a little bit of a bet now if mm. the tracks dries out and that inside becomes better at that stage. I hadn't, I hadn't marked here no bets, no real confidence, but I thought it was a race in three. Call Dial is a horse I was interested in but maybe 1,200 metres might be a bit short. We're going to have a chat to Timmy Clark. I'm really keen to hear his thoughts. If he can give us a big push there, um, she could become a bit of a bet. But it was 5, 3, 4, and 14, and I think any of those four horses could win the race. Yeah, look, I, I mean, I, I, I've i struggled with the two favourites, and I found a bit of value with my my the love affair continues with Dalcini. Um, oh, you I'll haven't dropped broke. off yet? I haven't dropped off it's yet. Set. I backed her first up in that benchmark 88 race behind Caboo. Yeah. And she was pretty good. She only beaten 1.9. Yeah. She wasn't bad. And if they just overdo it up front, we've got Magic Time and Paracel both drawn sticky gates here. Mm. And they're both going to be marked horses. They're not going to give them any room. You'd like to hope the rival jockeys won't anyway. So 
Dow Cheney, and I've also had something on Call Dyer, the horse you just touched on as well. She's got a well above average ability, mixed it with some really handy three-year-olds last season. And I've just specced those two horses at a really, really big price. So they could find a good class one for uh, Dow Cheney somewhere, couldn't they? Yeah, well, she'd be immoral and something <laughs> like that. But hey, eight bucks to play, so I'm happy to have something small on her. And before we move on and catch up with uh, Timmy Clark, there's a couple of texts on the text line. Uh, love the show. Thanks for the tips. Thoughts on who you mal from yep. Cam from Mount K. Well, I think he's reset the peak. He third up from a spell. It wouldn't surprise me if he if he won or ran really well in this race and then went down for a Caulfield Cup and be highly competitive there. Yep. You're uh, getting the price there too. Yeah, I think this is the horse that's going to jump out of the ground today, but I just want a bit more of a price. I want to see it happen first. Mm. Hopefully he runs a nice third and then we can back it uh, fourth up. And uh, best bets, lads, no names to the text. Put your names to the text there. And uh, we can make sure we read them out. But best bets for me was Stannis Lance and Montefilia for you. Yep, Montefilia for me. We'll go to a break here on the other side. Timmy Clark.